Chapter thirty seven of Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mary Frances. Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa by Elphinstone Dayrell. Chapter thirty seven Concerning the Hawk and the Owl. In the olden days, when Effiong was king of Calabar, it was customary at that time for rulers to give big feasts, to which all the subjects and all the birds of the air and animals of the forest, also the fish and other things that lived in the water, were invited. All the people, birds, animals, and fish were under the king, and had to obey him. His favorite messenger was the hawk, as he could travel so quickly. The hawk served the king faithfully for several years, and when he wanted to retire, he asked what the king proposed to do for him, as very soon he would be too old to work any more. So the king told the hawk to bring any living creature, bird or animal, to him, and he would allow the hawk for the future to live on that particular species without any trouble. The hawk then flew over a lot of country, and went from forest to forest, until at last he found a young owl which had tumbled out of its nest. This the hawk brought to the king, who told him that for the future he might eat owls. The hawk then carried the owlet away, and told his friends what the king had said. One of the wisest of them said, Tell me when you seize the young owlet, what did the parents say? And the hawk replied that the father and mother owls kept quite quiet, and never said anything. The hawk's friend then advised him to return the owlet to his parents, as he could never tell what the owls would do to him in the night-time, and as they had made no noise, they were no doubt plotting in their minds some deep and cruel revenge. The next day the hawk carried the owlet back to his parents, and left him near the nest. He then flew about, trying to find some other bird which would do as his food. But as all the birds had heard that the hawk had seized the owlet, they hid themselves, and would not come out when the hawk was near. He therefore could not catch any birds. As he was flying home, he saw a lot of fowls near a house, basking in the sun and scratching in the dust. There were also several small chickens running about and chasing insects, or picking up anything they could find to eat, with the old hen following them and clucking and calling to them from time to time. When the hawk saw the chickens, he made up his mind that he would take one, so he swooped down and caught the smallest in his strong claws. Immediately he had seized the chicken, the cocks began to make a great noise. And then the hen ran after him and tried to make him drop her child, calling loudly with her feathers fluffed out and making dashes at him. But he carried it off, and all the fowls and chickens at once ran screaming into the houses, some taking shelter under bushes, and others trying to hide themselves in the long grass. He then carried the chicken to the king, telling him that he had returned the owlet to his parents, as he did not want him for food. So the king told the hawk that for the future he could always feed on chickens. The hawk then took the chicken home, and his friend who dropped in to see him asked him what the parents of the chicken had done when they saw their child taken away. So the hawk said, They all made a lot of noise, and the old hen chased me, but although there was a great disturbance amongst the fowls, nothing happened. 
his friend then said as the fowls had made much palaver he was quite safe to kill and eat the chickens as the people who made plenty of noise in the daytime would go to sleep at night and not disturb him or do him any injury the only people to be afraid of were those who when they were injured kept quite silent you might be certain then that they were plotting mischief and would do harm in the night time End of chapter 37